So uh, yesterday we introduced, uh, we said the following regarding hinting to a non-Jew. You cannot hint to a non-Jew to get something done for you on Shabbos that you can't do for yourself, just like you can't order him to do it. However, it is a thing called Ramiza Shalovederach Sibui, which is if the hinting is done in a way that doesn't include a command, where the guy ends up understanding that, but you're not specifically directing him to do something. So there, in certain cases, that kind of a hint will be sufficient and halakhically allowable for you to use to get the guy to do something. Now, what is it that he can do? So the result can't be that he provides you with a direct physical benefit like light or heat. That's the classic example in halacha, light or heat. Which means no matter any way in the world that you get a guy to do it, even if he has ESP and he figures it out himself, if he does it for you, you cannot benefit from that. But then there's another issue, when you are allowed to benefit from the action of a guy, for example, when a guy adds benefit that already exists, for example, you're in a room where you can read, and it's just difficult to read, but you can read, you'd like more light, and the guy comes in and turns on light, so that's tosefes hana, that's considered adding benefit, but he's not creating benefit. There, the action of the guy is not prohibited for you to benefit from. So now, how do you get the guy to do that? Let's say you want more light. You can't hint to a guy, Oi, bay, I wish somebody would turn on the light. That would be, a, that's the same thing as a remiza darasiboy. That would be a, uh, an indirect command because you're indirectly saying what to do. Matter of fact, the classic case that's brought down is where a person tells a guy to wipe his nose. Because if you use Lush and Kodesh to say wipe your nose, it'll come out that it's very closely related to please remove the char on top of the candle which is causing it to go dim. And the guy will figure out, I told you to wipe your nose, and really what I'm saying is I'm Jewish, and I really mean uh, to fix the candle. Lush and Kodesh works out in English, it does nothing to do with it. You tell a guy to wipe his nose, you will have a civil rights case or something like that, whatever. But uh, so anyway, the point though is that if you give a direct uh, command for an action, even if that action is not an action that's prohibited, but that is a direct command that leads the guy to understand what you wanted to do. That's considered to be derotsibu, that's no good. So therefore, uh, again, the, the result has to be something that is not prohibited for you to benefit from, which means you already had that benefit. So for example, if you're in an air-conditioned room and you'd like it to be cooler, but the, air, the room, it's, it's bearable. As a matter of fact, the air conditioner is doing a pretty good job, but you just like it to be cooler. <laughs> if you can find a way to hint like by saying, oh boy, you know, I can't believe it, I'm still, I'm still hot, right? There, the, you haven't said anything about a malacha, you haven't mentioned the malacha, you haven't given a direct command of any action at all, you've indicated, and you're already benefiting from the cool, and therefore when the guy would do it, it wouldn't be a problem, that would be okay. That would be a remiza shalobeder tzivoy, and that would be in a case where the benefit is already there for you, but he's adding some benefit, so that would be okay. So therefore, the, the, this trick, so to speak, of getting a guy to do something without a direct command is limited only to cases where after he acts, you would be allowed to benefit from his action in any case because you were already having most of that benefit before, or, some, or enough of that benefit before. Um, the, the big shaila in the achronim is this, and we'll close with this. The, um, uh, it's one thing when a guy is hanging around and you give him some kind of an indirect uh, uh, hint and then he takes action. What happens if you, 
if you, you, know, you, you, you have a need and you say, oh, I know what I'll do, I'll go find a guy, I'll bring him to my house, and then I'll talk indirectly and I'll get him to do this with a, do it. That, most Achwanim hold that that's considered to be like, any guy knows that you didn't stand, walk up, find a custodian in the shul, ask him to come to your house, talk to him indirectly about something, and then he, that's the same thing as saying, dumbbell, please do this. Right, because he understands what you want. So most Achronim hold that that's considered to be a direct command, even if you didn't say anything directly, and therefore we have to be very careful about it. So these halachas are, are very delicate and, and um, require a lot of judgment. Uh, if a guy says, would you like me to turn on the light? You cannot say yes, because that's the same thing as saying, turn on the light. So even though you didn't say it, the guy said, you brought, brought it up, you're not allowed to say yes. Um, and that's even if you're in a room with light already, because that's considered to be a command. The point is, the benefit you're allowed to have from the guy's action would be if he does it on his own. But if you command it, you're not allowed to command it. So if a guy asks you if, if you want something done, you're not allowed to say yes. You're allowed to say, well, in that case, it's very difficult. Once the guy's asking you if I should do this, anything that basically answers in the affirmative is like asking for the action, and that you're not allowed to do. Okay. <laughs>